Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production. Available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. One night in Edmonton, we're out on the town. And there was a guy by the name of Bane Nori. How about that? Bane says, I'd never tell you guys about the night I was out with the uh, Rolling Stones. And I'm like, come on. What was Mick Jagger like? And he's like, well, no, no. Mick Jagger and Keith Richards weren't there. It was the rest of the band. And I hit the floor. You weren't with the Rolling Stones then, Bane. Keith Richards and Mick Jagger are the Rolling Stones. <laughs> exactly. Like This is the Rod Peterson Show. Good morning, Canada. Canadian sports fans around the world, welcome to the RP Show. As we are setting sail here on what is episode number 557 of the program, we're coming to you from the Mercedes bunker. I'm referring, I'm referring it as that until our sales guys sell it. Their Mercedes bunker. Sounds so great, doesn't it? It sounds good. Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah. You don't like that I'm doing that? I don't like that you're doing Why that. Why not? Well, sell it! I, that's probably Jim. Well, Jim's answer would be, why would they buy it if they're getting it for free every day? I didn't say sell it to Mercedes. <laughs> okay, cool it back there. Coming up on the program today, the uh, first year voice of the Montreal Alouettes, Sean Campbell's going to be with us from uh, TSN Radio in Montreal. I believe that's the station they're still on. Sean Campbell, the voice of the Alouettes, very quietly came in as the voice of the Alouettes, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Replacing the great Rick Moffat. Uh, so we're going to talk some Alouettes football, probably a little Montreal Canadiens. The Quebecers watching will know Sean Campbell's name very well. He's been on that station for a long time. And the uh, newest color commentator in the Canadian Football League from the Toronto Argonauts, the great Natea J will be with us. Former Edmonton Eskimo, Toronto Argonauts, and for a cup of coffee and a donut, an Alouette. I think he signed and never played a game. So he had a cup of coffee and a smoked meat sandwich. How there about that go. in there Montreal? How about that? That's good. Um, so that, there's, there's some CFL talk there. But I want to... Should I get into the referee talk now or... Yeah. Save it. Yeah. No, it was, yeah, let's do it. Because we always, I don't want to get into a rut or a routine here, right? We, we jump on the air. I talk about who the guests are going to be, and then we jump into the quick six. And sometimes my stories come up in the quick six. But I just want to tell you a story today because I was in the gym this morning, Evolution Fitness, and uh, I'm chatting with a referee, okay? Introduced himself. And he said, Rod, I'm the guy that texts your show. Love your show. Read your blog every day. Text your show. And I'm not going to tell you what league he's in because here in the Bermuda Triangle of the NHL, the hockey capital is what we are here. There's referees in that gym from the National Hockey League to the local Pee Wee League. Yeah. As you know, yeah. Western League, AHL, East Coast, what all the referees are there. Well, they got to do them all to make a living, right? <laughs> right. They're not just in an NHL market. Yeah, that's kind of what we were talking about. So. Believe me, I don't want to be COVID uh, control here. I really don't. But he did ask me to come out and watch a game that he was doing upcoming, which was kind of cute. 
I thought, would you, would you come watch me ref this game? Yes, I will. He's probably watching right now. And anyways, as we were talking, he said, I wonder if our league is going to bring in a mandatory vaccination for referees and staff. And I said, well, who knows? I said, are you vaccinated? And he said, nope, nope. And I said, do you mind if I ask why? And he goes, well, I'm young, I'm healthy. I'm not, if I get COVID, I'm, uh, I'm not afraid of dying. And he's not in the 99.99%, or he is, I guess, of the ones that will survive. He's not in right. the 0.001% of people that won't. And I thought, well, that's interesting. Nowhere was he saying, being stubborn, saying, they're not going to put that in my body, or I don't, I don't trust. He just, I don't feel the need. Yeah. And I thought, isn't that something? Now, if the league brings in a mandatory vaccination, I guess I'll be lining up for a shot. But there's just one guy, you know, that I talked to today that had that opinion. And by the way, I said, don't worry. He gave me his card. Not a referee card. It's his real job. And, uh, and I said, don't worry. I won't out you on the air. And he goes, go ahead. He goes, if I blow a call, out me on the air. And I thought, that is so old school. Who, would, who says that these days? Right. This guy. That's pretty good. So, anyways, I'm going to be going out to watch one of his games here uh, upcoming, and I think that's pretty cool. So, that was my story. There's just one guy, his opinion on vaccination. So, let's jump into the quick six show topics, please, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey. From the general in Calgary, says, Rod, you need some flame swag on your desk. We, we had some. Did we? Yeah. The little, we had a jersey. That's right. Little mini jersey. You guys seen it? You guys, you seen it, Clark? Ah. Oh, it's downstairs. He uses it on his show. So, oh. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, you guys didn't want it. So. Yeah, to be fair, okay, I was about to say, okay, that's how we roll. Hey, but he did not take it off the desk. So mm-hmm. that, that's fair. Um, yeah, so everybody's chiming in with comments on that referee. Listen, I'm just passing it along. Didn't mean to start a holy war. It was just a conversation from this morning with a good hockey guy who came up and said nice things. So anyways, thanks for hitting that. Uh, point one, who are you going to cheer for in the Major League Baseball playoffs? Because it's not going to be the Toronto Blue Jays. So you look at the hottest team in the majors right now is the New York Yankees. And you want it, by the way, I get where the Blue Jays stumbled. And I get why everybody was so mad all year with the errors in the field, the errors on the base paths. They're just not mature enough. And I think this is the last year that people are going to, because we all love little Vladdy, so cute. And Bo Bichette in the flow, they're cool. They got a pass for 2021 and that's it. It's the last year that we can say, oh, they're just kids. Yeah. They're just kids, right? Next year, it's going to be time to put up or shut up, right? It's going to be go time, and Springer will be back. The pitching staff needs to get a little bit better. They're going to address that. Um, but you're right. It's the mental errors, all those things where you're just having fun. Now you got to get serious, and now we have to win games. And not just win games. This team should be able to go out and flex yeah. on – MLB. And by guess what got me thinking about it is I looked at these teams that are ahead of them in the American League East. Tampa Bay leads the division. The Yankees are the hottest team in Major League Baseball. Boston's Boston. Who are they going to get ahead of there? So let's not forget the Blue Jays did make the playoffs in the COVID-shortened year in 2020. Got swept in Tampa. I mean, their playoff highlights, it was a pamphlet. The coffee table book was a pamphlet. 
for the Blue Jays last year, but they're not going to make the playoffs this year. So who are you going to cheer for? And for me, it'll probably be the New York Yankees. Dun, 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 dun. Now, it's not the old school Mariano Rivero Yankees. I don't know that I can name five. I like me some Aaron Judge. But they're not the Yankees that we're used to. No. But you got to pick a team to cheer for in the Major League Baseball playoffs. If it's not the Blue Jays, who's he going to be? So for me, it'll be the New York Yankees. How for, about you? For me, this what? is bad. Well, I want to say my, the other team I would cheer for is Seattle, the Mariners. Yeah. They're not in. They're not in a playoff spot. But They're they, never in, Darren. But they've, been, but they've been trending up. They've been really hot. Um, they're really close. Um, I think they can get in. I think they've got an outside shot to get in. So if they get in, I'm going to cheer for the Seattle Mariners in the playoffs. Um, if they don't, I'll pick somebody on day one of the playoffs. Okie dokie. I, I, I always ask you what gift I should use on my tweet promoting the show, and I just, I just put an Aaron Judge one on. Oh, that's good. And he's going, boom. So, yeah, Yankees for me. Who did you say? Seattle. Seattle. Okay. <clears throat> Said no one ever. Uh, point two, how are you feeling about your NFL team as we approach week one? I see from Pinks, one of our P1s, which is a priority one viewer, he watches every day. He says Trevor Lawrence has been named the starting quarterback for week one for the Jacksonville Jaguars. They still got another preseason game left, maybe two. Is he going to live long enough to get to week one? But boy, is there a lot of talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think it's the Urban Meyer thing and the Trevor Lawrence thing. But my team's the Dallas Cowboys. They're the laughing stock already, and we haven't played a damn game yet. Uh, tonight is episode three of Hard Knocks, by the way. Uh, I know you'll be watching on HBO. Uh, no, that was last night. I missed it. It was I was asleep. Yeah, but I didn't watch it either. So <laughs> can we go back and watch it? So we're gonna watch it tonight, and we'll recap it tomorrow. How's that sound? Yeah, perfect. It's our homework for the night is to watch episode three of Hard Knocks. I thought you had me out on the uh, lake tonight. Oh, yeah, I do. Doing dragon boat racing. I do. Can you yeah, do we'll after? see it. <laughs> Squeeze it in after. Anyways, it's funny because uh, I saw the guys on ESPN saying, if we're not going to analyze the preseason games, why are we even playing them? And I get that. But for, the, for me, the Stars aren't playing for the Cowboys in the preseason. I, and we're going into Tampa in week one. It's going to be a laugher. The Buccaneers are going to speed bag the Dallas Cowboys in week one. So let's just forget about week one. And look on, what do you think the Buccaneers are going to do in week one against the Dallas Cowboys on Thursday Night Football? I, I'm afraid. I don't, I wouldn't be. I don't know. I mean, I kind of would be because last year's Bucks to start the season aren't this year's Bucks. They've had a whole year now. So they're going to come in finely tuned. And that's a dangerous football team. But I think Dallas will be able to hold their own. I do think Tampa wins week one. But I think Dallas will be able to hold their own. It all depends. It's all hinges on Dak. How about the Tennessee Titans, your team? I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling... Is your coach, he has the Rona, hey? Yeah, Mike Vrabel, he's got the Rona, so yeah. we're a little nervous. He's got to be back. He will be back. I think he'll be ready to go. But Julio Jones is back in and playing again. He, was take, he took some time off. Um, A.J. Brown's been ruled good to go for week one. So with A.J., Julio, and Derrick Henry, that three-headed monster, and then Ryan Tannehill, that's going to be great. <laughs> But it's the defense that I think has made some, some strides, and I think uh, I'm excited where they're going to go. Jenna's watching in Southern California, and she says, let's go Dallas Cowboys, America's team, yes. And Daryl, by the way, watching in Toronto, writes this on Twitter, and he says, being a Texans fan has been awful over the years. I may have to jump ship. 
Well, as bad as it's been to be a fan of the Dallas Cowboys, I'm, I just can't bring myself to jump ship. That's always been my team. And unlike Leaf fans, we have won a championship in the color television era. Moving on to point three, and I won't spend a ton of time on this. I've written COVID slash CFL, and I'm a little confused. You see all the articles coming up at threedownnation.com. I saw the commissioner interviewed on TSN Sports Center. I still love me some Randy Ambrosi because he's been great to me. I know that doesn't, it's not an unpopular opinion, but the debate rages on Edmonton and Saskatchewan not requiring vaccination, proof of vaccination to get in. I don't know. I've been to more games in Winnipeg this year than Saskatchewan, and that could not have worked more tickety-boo than it did. More lickety-split, Moose. You show your card at the gate, photo ID, boom, the security guard knew us. Morning, Tony. What's the problem? And then I see that the Canadian, uh, what is it, the travel, what is it, travel in Canada? Oh, man. Transport Canada. Transport That's what it Canada. is. Saying that come fall, you're going to have to have proof of vaccine to travel. Got it. So not worried. But I see these articles about the CFL. Why did it just hit yesterday that this is going to be a problem for the CFL for unvaccinated players traveling on charter flights as well as commercial? Why is that just hitting the news now? Because it was August 15th that Transport Canada announced that. I think they were hoping out, they're holding out hope that the chartered flights would be exempt, right? If I'm on a charter, I'm not, you know, endangering the general public and everything else. Um, But now it's out and we're starting to get worried about it because it's coming up quickly, right? We're, we're getting close to the fall. So that's why it's happening now. It's, uh, it's kind of wild for the Canadian Football League that they're going through this now. And I get what the Riders are going through and the Elks. You know, when you're sitting there in the front office, people have bought season tickets and they put all their money down, right? Do you got to give me my money back because now I can't go to the games? You know, people who have bought tickets for Labor Day and all these other games, you know, teams aren't in the habit of wanting to give you your money back. After We saw that in the pandemic. They did everything they could to keep people who gave their money for season tickets to keep that money with the team. So that's a difficult decision, but you can't let that just run the the entire business either. You have to do what you think is right. They're the only two people, only two teams that haven't made the the call yet. Yeah, that's really all I have to say about that. But with the travel, I'll just say I feel bad for the Canadian Football League teams because they, the commissioner said, he goes, I can't mandate all the players get vaccinated. I can't. Did you see his quote on that? He says, I'd like to, I can't. And I don't understand how the Western Hockey League did, right? Oh, yeah. But they did. As I said in my commentary today, don't come to me for the answers because I don't have any. We've got our shots. We're traveling. Life's pretty good. But like the young referee today, who seems like a really nice guy, got his card right here. He says, I'm not going to die if I get coronavirus. I don't care. I'm not getting a shot. Who might argue with that? Right. I will just say this, because I told you this in the morning coffee meeting. I examined it and said, what's best for me? And that was to get a shot. Right? Made my life a lot easier. 100%. That just me. Um, And by the way, I only have four topics. I got stumped on five and six. So here's my fourth. What will be the biggest story in the National Hockey League this year? And we all put our heads together and came up with these options, which is actually our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. If I can get past locking myself out of my own phone. 
the Lightning three-peat, because people are already talking about that. Who's the last team to do it? Islanders. The Flower in Chicago, which you would think would be my top story, but it's not. The Seattle Kraken or Jack Eichel and where he ends up. And as we sit here today, the Seattle Kraken are leading with 45% on Twitter, 47% on Facebook, and that's who I voted for, the Seattle Kraken. That's the number one story I feel for the National Hockey League in 2021-22. How about you? Yeah, I think that's it. Um, leading into the season, it's the Seattle Kraken. How are they going to play? Where are they going to finish? What What are they going to look like? What's the fan base going to be? Um, I think that is the number one story. You know, following, they're all big. Um, Jack Eichel doing his thing. I think if, if Marc-Andre Fleury, though, has success in Chicago and they, they come out of the gate hot, they will become the number one story in the league. I think they'll overshadow Seattle. I think that 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 Chicago Blackhawks team could be the number one story in the NHL, but they're not going into the season. It's all about the Seattle Kraken. So that's where I see You can vote on that for 24 hours. I don't think we're calling it as early as yesterday's poll. Yeah, no. Yesterday's Um, poll was was done early. My cousin Christine's watching in Medicine Hat. She says kind of a selfish attitude. Um, I don't know if she's speaking about me or she might not be. I don't know. But Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, should it be what's best for me or what's best for society at large? I don't know. I don't cast opinions on what others do. What was best for me was getting vaccinated, which ended up being what's best for society. So you can look at it however you want. I looked at at it again. What's best for me? It's getting a shot. So is that selfish? It worked out for everybody. Yeah. I think if everybody said what's best for me, they would actually come around to realizing getting a shot's what's best for everybody, which helps everybody. Agreed? Yeah, I think it all, it, it helps everybody. Yeah. yeah. It's, you're running out of freedoms if you don't have a shot. And that young referee wasn't doing really anything wrong. I think Christine's saying that his attitude was selfish, but he's watching right now because he said he watches every day and he just, I'm not going to die if I get it. He's not going to be able to travel. He might not be able to work, but he'll realize that eventually. Oh yeah. The warm-up is brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Come check out our new data and lighting center in Regina. E. Cole Electric, let's get to work. The new voice of the Montreal Alouette, Sean Campbell, coming up. You're watching on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook live streaming and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Attention listeners across the galaxy. All the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with a performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Trust me, you're listening to a happy customer. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Trust me.
Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Coast to Coast on Game Plus TV. You'll see we have added the Battle of Alberta entrance here. Clark, thank you. He ran downstairs and got the Flames jersey. I had to balance that out with my Oilers cup that I got at Roger's place, and I think I paid $27.50 for that. Free refills of Diet Coke. Yeah. Uh, And by the way, I said Seattle. I voted for Seattle as the number one story in the National Hockey League this year. It's our poll question today. Wayne out in Victoria, B.C. says, I'd love to start over like Rod did when Gretzky was traded from Edmonton, but I feel like I'd be in trouble wearing Seattle Kraken gear around Victoria. Why don't you try it and find out? Switching teams isn't as hard as you think. It's not that hard at all. Uh, Got that one from Lana Lancaster. Long story. Okay, on the CFL vein, let's bring in Sean Campbell, the voice of the Montreal Alouettes. And the home opener comes Friday night with the Hamilton Tiger Cats uh, in town. How are you doing, Sean? I'm very well excited for the home opener. Yeah, I bet. Absolutely. Nice to finally be home. Listen, what kind of fish do you have behind you in that tank, if you don't mind? It's the first thing that came to mind for me. I don't know. I don't know what they're called. You you get them at the fish store. It was it was my one pandemic purchase was a fish tank. I was bored. I was like, why not? I get a fish tank, and I you know a couple of them have died, a couple of them have survived, and uh, yeah. So <laughs> and somebody somebody's behind you waving too. Who's that? Oh, uh, that's my my sons. My boys are at home before they start school next week, so they're just excited that daddy's home during the day. I want to get them on the air before we hang up today, okay? I want to see their little faces, if that's cool. But listen, before yeah, we look at, they're around. Before we uh, look ahead to the home opener against Hamilton Friday, talk about the first two games. This, to me, surprising win in Edmonton in Week 2. And then everybody thought you were going to win in Calgary in Week 3, and that didn't happen. So talk about those first two games, if you don't mind. Yeah, I don't know if it was surprising, the first win, because it was... You know, Edmonton struggled, but for the Owls, it was all about their offense. And they were able to get the big plays. Vernon Adams Jr. wants to put the ball down the field. But their offense is one of the few in the CFL that has actually stayed together. Uh, Same offensive line for the most part. They made a couple switches from center to guard. Uh, The receivers, B.J. Cunningham, Jake Winicky, they're coming back. Uh, you, you also had Quan Bray able to get back after his legal problems, probably went to play to 2020, but able to play in 2021. Will Stanback comes back from the NFL. Uh, so the unit was actually pretty much the same, which all the changes in the CFL, I thought the offense was going to be fine. The defense has surprised me against Edmonton. That's what really surprised me because there's a lot of unknowns, new guys coming from college, didn't really know much about Wes Sutton or Ahmed Thomas. And they both had big games and Darius Pickett had a good game against Calgary. Uh, so I think that's why I wasn't surprised in game one. Game two, a little surprising because early in the game, they looked like they were in control. Defense got to Jake Meyer and uh, they they weren't able to do anything. And turnovers, you, you thought maybe Michael O'Connor was going to come in. But then the Owls couldn't get any pressure. The, the Stampeders did a really good job making adjustments with their offense. And I thought the Stamps D was great. I really did. I thought that they kept uh, good coverage. Vernon Adams Jr. couldn't find any receivers. Uh, it's something that you've seen with Vernon Adams Jr. in the past. Struggles with the uh, completion percentage. Uh, we'll see how this translates to this week. But the good and the bad, you're right, in those first two weeks. And I'm not sure which version of the Owls we're going to get this Friday. 
I want to hear from the Alouettes fans, by the way. Andrew Stute watching says, hey, Sean, happy Wednesday to a fellow Montrealer. Tell my friend Mitch Galloway, say hi, LOL. If you don't mind, before we look ahead to Friday's match, because I think it's going to be monumental, Ticats, Owls, I do. Can you tell our viewers about yourself, Sean? Uh, this is your first season in the broadcast booth for the Alouettes. Introduce yourself, please, to our CFL fan audience. Yeah, I've been working at TSN 690 since 2007. I the first year I started covering the Alouettes right away. Uh, so part of those Grey Cup years, I was more of a reporter. Uh, I host uh, since 2008 the show The Owls This Week on our show. Got to know a lot of the players throughout the years and, and covering this league. I, I love the CFL. I love football in general. Any football, uh, you name it, I want to sit back and watch. I love the strategy part of it. Uh, but I've been covering the CFL for a good part since 2007. Uh, a couple of great cups, the great cup in Calgary was down on the field, not actually on the field, like the 13th man, but I was down on the field as that happened. And I saw the flag go up. I was like, Oh, this is too many men on the field. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, and, uh, got my opportunity in play by play filling in for our play by play guy. A couple of years ago, they went through some changes and this year they gave me the opportunity, uh, to do it full time. Really looking forward to it. I got my partner, Mark Olivier Briette. Uh, former uh, Rough Rider and former Alouette. Uh, we have a good time together in the booth. Uh, but yeah, I've been covering the, the league for a while and I'm just really excited to be in the booth with the microphone and, and watching the Owls game by game uh, throughout the season. You and I met for the first time in that broadcast booth at McGill Stadium. Am I right? Yeah, I think it was, I'm trying to think how many years ago because I, I, I did a lot of work behind the scenes for CFL on uh, uh, TSN. Uh, doing, you know, the uh, the bug work, the secondary stats. Uh, and I, I'm, I was, I don't know how many games I've missed over the last 13s, and I can count them on one hand. Uh, I've really, I, I'm usually always there at Personal Molson Stadium. So I couldn't tell you what year it was, Rod, but yeah, <laughs> I was there, I guarantee you. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I remember the meeting. But also, would you please say hello to my good friend, Marco Brulette, your color guy. He used to sit right behind me on the Rough Riders plane, and this won't surprise you, but we always would say chicken or beef, chicken or beef. That was the meal. And, of course, he's a vegan, so he would say, enjoy your animal carcasses, you savages. And he would have the only (laughs) vegetarian meal on the plane. Oh, yeah, exactly. Marco, he's a real beauty. So he's, He's so great. Oh, yeah. He's Tremendous color guy, by the way, which you obviously know. But to the Alouettes and the Ticats on Friday night, this is a delicious Friday night football matchup because the pressure is mounting on the Ticats. Um, Al's home opener. What are you you looking for in this game? I'm looking for the Al's to make a splash. I I think that they really want to entertain their fans. It's it's a message that they've put out with new ownership, uh, with general manager Danny Machocha coming in, and also... Uh, with their head coach, Kahari Jones. They've sent this message that they don't want to be a humdrum CFL team. They want to challenge. They want to entertain. They want to put butts in the seats. And, and Vernon Adams Jr. is the perfect quarterback for that. So I expect them to challenge the Ticats defense down the field. Now, I'm curious what the Ticats are going to do offensively. The first two weeks have not looked great for them at all, trying to figure out who even their quarterback's going to be uh, heading into the game. And every series, it could be someone different. And both quarterbacks that they have are very effective, but it hasn't happened for them just yet. So I expect the Ticats to kind of get all their kinks out that they did in the first 
couple weeks for them. And I want to know how the Owls' defense is going to respond. They didn't respond well uh, late in the game against Calgary. They need to bounce back, see if they can stay disciplined and keep their emotions in check. But I think the big challenge here is going to be the Owls' defense versus their offense. I expect the Owls to put up points. Uh, If they can get, you, you could see in this early CFL, if they can get to 25, that might be enough to win a CFL game right now. But I'm still waiting for that Ticats offense to click. I'm still waiting for that Ticats offense to really hit their stride. So it might be more than 25. I think this might be the first barn burner we're going to have in the CFL this Friday. Well, that's funny you say that. We haven't not had one yet, and it's week four. That's I know. Yeah, not good. Uh, the Montreal people are alive. Tim Capper watching on Facebook says, Al's need to use stand back more out of the backfield, especially screens, plus VA needs to stop throwing into double, triple coverage. Uh, George Carter says, I think the Al's bounce back if they pass the test versus the Ticats. They're for real. Uh, Murray Fisher and Brandon says, VA sure looks like he's struggling with the deep ball. Is there something... To that, we're talking about Vernon Adams Jr. For those that don't know, I don't know. Jake Weineke hauled in a pretty nice deep pass in week two. Um, what's up with VA's play? What are they saying out there about it? Yeah, just a little inconsistent. Uh, I thought early in the game against Calgary, he was missing the mark. He was just missing his throws. Uh, then he was able to find it. His deep ball is okay. It's not the best deep ball, but he doesn't care. He'll throw it up there. And uh, what he wants to do is use Jake Winicky and Eugene Lewis. These are big bodies and he'll put it up in the air and they'll make the play already week one for the owls or week two in the cfl play of the week jake winicky you could go to eugene lewis play of the week he almost had second play of the week he was just half a yard short for the touchdown at the end of the game he's going to really let his receivers make the play and he's going to try and use quan Bray's speed he's got to overthrow him and let him come under the ball and then uh, bj cunningham is the possession receiver that uh, i think that he didn't use enough uh, in week uh, two or week three, sorry, I guess with the Owls having the bye week in week one, it's been a mess. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, but in the Owls' second game, uh, I didn't think they used BJ Cunningham enough. I think they need to use him more. Uh, but those deep balls, as mentioned there, yeah, he misses the mark a little bit, but as long as he puts it high enough, I think Eugene Lewis and Jake Winicky can come down with those balls. So it's something that uh, you'll you'll see against Hamilton for sure. They're going to go down. They're going to use Eugene Lewis and Jake Winicky down the field. There is no doubt VA is going to be just fine. Sean, uh, you can't live in Montreal without covering the Canadians closely. I just, I want <laughs> yep. your, yeah, I want your take on has the city come down from the Stanley Cup Finals appearance A and B? Are they going to be a playoff team this upcoming season, do you think, in that tough Atlantic division? Yeah, it's going to be tough. And I, I do the post game shows for the Habs. So, I, I know that fever and I felt it uh, through the fans, uh, you know, game in and game out all the way until July. And it has calmed down. It, it definitely has calmed down in the city. And I think the, 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 the push kind of was when they got the news about Shea Weber uh, not coming back this year. And I think that really hurt them a little bit. Uh, just that momentum that they felt that they were gaining, but there's still a lot of young talent that they're, they're expecting to take another step. And Nick Suzuki is something special. I think everybody saw that you're going to have a rookie season coming up for Cole Caulfield. What can he do in his rookie season? Is it 25 goals? Is it 30? Is it 40? You don't know because he's so young, Uh, but playoff team, I'm going to say yes. 
Uh, I still think that they have a lot of pieces, and even the ones that they're missing, they are replaceable. But the biggest question mark is going to be down the middle without Philip Deneau. Uh, it's a huge question mark. Can Nick Suzuki and yes, Barry Kakiyami and Jake Evans and maybe Cedric Paquette fill that void? Who's going to ha- take all those defensive zone faceoffs? That is their biggest question mark. It is a tougher division. Tampa Bay, Florida, Boston, uh, Toronto. Uh, but I think they could squeeze in uh, in, into the top four in their division. And then once they're in the playoffs, you can already see that the Canadians are going to be uh, someone to mess with because your goalie's carry price. Yes, training camps right around the corner. Sean, great to chat with you again. Have a great call on Friday night, and let's do it again here throughout the fall. Uh, anytime, guys. Have a great show. The radio voice of the Montreal Alouettes, Sean Campbell from TSN 690, also the home of our good friend Chris Knuckles Nyland, who's got the summer off. Have you noticed Knuckles? Yeah. He's hanging out with his granddaughter. Living it up. Well, I saw him at the golf course. I don't know how long ago that was, Guy Carboneau and... Oh, and Bob Ganey. And Bob Ganey. The, the line was back together. The line was back together. They look great, don't oh, they? Oh, my gosh. Um, we can't wait that long before we go see him again. Hey, Quebec, can we make a little noise here? You see Eve, Eve Ross writes in, watching on YouTube, says, I am from Quebec, but last year was a dream and a good one. But I doubt we will make the playoffs again this year. Now, Habs, prove me wrong. And then we got Spider Dan on YouTube who says, they're making the playoffs. Come on. Please, Habs, make it. But Sean just said, in that division, it's going to be very, very tough. Oh, I know. Coming up in hour two, by the way, Natea J of the Toronto Argonauts broadcast crew. But we're going to flip back and forth. We, we got to talk some baseball today. The question is, who are you going to be cheering for in the Major League Baseball playoffs if it's not the Toronto Blue Jays? Because it's not going to be. I've said the Yankees. Moose says the Seattle Mariners. Who's your team going to be? I hate that that's where we are. You're going to have your regular season team, which is your favorite team, and then a playoff team. I know. And that's kind of been me as a Cowboys fan for years. So I get it. But the Yankees have always been my default. Addiction. It destroys relationships, families, and lives. But the good news is that addiction is a treatable illness. At Aurora Recovery Center, we provide everything you need to build a solid foundation for your recovery with holistic, evidence-based treatment tailored to each individual. Located in Gimli, Manitoba, on the shores of beautiful Lake Winnipeg, Aurora can help regardless of whether or not you feel ready or have tried before. Aurora Recovery Center, recovery for life. Go to aurorarecoverycenter.com. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook live streaming, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Where do I go from here? I want to say thank you to Joel Newman, who watches every day in London, Ontario, on the Game Plus TV network, and he sent me some artwork, Moose. Sweet. And, uh, yeah. He's obviously watches the show. Can you read that? The Regina Pats, God's team. God's team. That's awesome. It's catching on. Yes. And and this one 
Somehow he heard that I was an Oilers fan in a past life. Uh, Mark Messier, number 11. That's the pretty, other moose. That's pretty good. The other moose. Yeah, mess. Bless yes. this mess. How about that? So, so thank you, Joe Newman in London, Ontario. What are you laughing at over Nothing. there? Nothing. You thought something. Yes. Okay. Move on. Okay. Uh, Dylan Sees pitched seven effective innings. Jose Abreu hit a three-run homer. And the Chicago White Sox stopped a three-game slide by topping the Blue Jays 5-2 at Rogers Center. Uh, the Jays are done. I'm asking, who are you cheering for in the Major League Baseball playoffs? And who is it? Kevin Olenek watching on YouTube says, uh, hard not to cheer for the Rays. One win and one bad pitching decision away from winning last year. But it was a pretty big gaffe. Remember? Mm-hmm. Taking out your starting pitcher because the analytics said so? For that reason, I feel like Shark Tank. For that reason, I'm out. I'm out. And just, I looked it up. The Mariners are three games out. Yeah, you're done. What are you talking about? There's only Pick three games team. out. You say that like you think that they're going to actually make the playoffs. Why do I do that? Why do I, why do I resist picking somebody at the top? Because you're a contrarian? Yeah, okay. Wandy Peralta retired Freddie Freeman with the bases loaded for the final out, and the New York Yankees held off the Atlanta Braves 5-4 in a thriller to extend their longest winning streak in 36 years to 11 games. DJ LeMahieu's two-run homer in the fifth inning gave New York the lead. The Yankees remain four games behind first place Tampa in the AL East. The 11-game win streak is New York's longest since 1985. At the other end of the scale, how about the Baltimore Orioles? How bad are these guys? 19 in a row they've lost. They allowed 19 hits and fell behind the Angels by 11 runs in a 14-8 route. Yeah, what do you got? They're a smooth 32 and a half games back of the wild card. That game last night was the first game in three weeks that somebody not named Otani got the win on the mound for the Angels. Not like the Angels are any great shakes, as my mom would say. The LPGA says the Buick LPGA Shanghai tournament scheduled for mid-October has been canceled due to ongoing COVID-19 travel restrictions. There are two tournaments still scheduled for the following weeks in Asia. The BMW Ladies Championship in South Korea and the Toto Japan Classic in Atsu, Japan. And uh, receivers Cole Beasley and Gabriel Davis are among four Buffalo Bills players who must spend at least five days away from the team facility after having close contact with a trainer who tested positive. All four players are expected to miss the Bills' final preseason game on Saturday when Buffalo hosts the Green Bay Packers. This sports update for the Tab Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store. For Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. And for Ballers Rec Room, which frankly moves, we haven't been down there in far too long. Far, far too long. You know, we're not going for the tailgate party, but we can certainly go for lunch. Yeah. I very confidently say it's the best taco salad in the province, if not Western Canada. Yeah. Uh, this is interesting. Asking who you're cheering for in the playoffs in Major League Baseball. Who knew this would be a topic, Moose? A popular one. Ryan on YouTube says, Rod, I'm switching leagues and going for the Brewers if the Jays are out. Ooh. I'm still not moving off the Yankees, but the Brewers are very, that's a very tantalizing suggestion. Another one I thought was Mo Eggers' uh, Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, why not? They're looking pretty good, too. They're in, in a spot. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Milwaukee's a good one, for sure. Uh, I can't. 
I can't with this. Swanee from Martinsville writes, he's watching on, uh, on Game Plus TV from the 471. Hey, guys, do you think the young Blue Jays team's latest slump is from the long season, which a lot of the players haven't got a taste of yet? Can you imagine? Oh, we're tired. Really? You, really? These young men are in their early 20s. They can't play 162 games. They can't keep the pedal to the metal when everybody else is. I think the Yankees are a lot older than the Blue Jays. They should be the ones that are tired. Right. No excuse. Come on. Is that where we're at in life now? Don't make excuses. There's just no need. But this is the last year. We talked about this earlier. This is the last this year. This is the last season. It'll be announced tomorrow. That you get a pass for being young. Yes. Yeah, this is it. They're just kids, right? You know, when you're drawing on the walls and doing all that crazy stuff and breaking your arms, jumping on trees. You can say they're just kids. At some point, when you're 25, you can't say he's just a kid. No. You got to grow up. And they're going to have to grow up next season. Right. Jen's watching at the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and Seattle Kraken Fan Club. And Jen says, you're paid to play 162 games. It's your job. I just feel like Kevin Bijo slamming his glove down. I'm tired. <laughs> I know. I almost didn't want to read that. Don Smith, watching on YouTube, says, I used to consider you a partial shill for the Greenies, but you've won me over. The RP show is now the best sports show in the land. A balanced perspective versus the myopic, uh, myopic drivel out of Toronto. Well done. I wasn't a partial shill for the green football team. <laughs> no. I was entirely a shill for the green football team. And what did that get me? You don't do anything, yeah. Spicy. Right. You're not doing anything halfway. All in or all out. Yeah. By the way, you see the comment from Pinks? Yeah. He says, uh, congrats to the new play-by-play voice of God's team, Dante DeCaria. Looking forward to Regina Pat's preseason in a couple weeks. Regina Pat's naming their new radio voice today, and his name is Dante DeCaria. He comes here via, how would you say that? From BC via Ontario. Yeah. Or the other way around. So, yeah. (laughs) We'll be back. We'll be back with more viewer takeover right after this. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network. Paint's coming off this thing already. YouTube and Facebook Live. And 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, and we lost the moose again. <laughs> I just heard him from the lobby. Oh, no. Where'd you go this time? Fill up your coffee? Let's shame him. Show it, please. 
Yeah, no. Get in here. You're putting wa- water in your coffee cup? Savage. It's a paper cup. I want to reuse it. Oh. And not just litter it. How green of you. you know, I'm just trying to do my part. Brady writing us on the Prairie Mobile text line, and he says, uh, Hey, Rod, on this day back in 1977, Tim Horton was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. I knew there was a reason that I went to Tim's this morning. And you people should know that I drink coffee to the degree that I shotgun this, and then I switch to caliber coffee afterwards. What will be the flavor of the day today? The Lakeside Blend we're on. Ooh. Yeah. The Lakeside Blend from Caliber, which I love. Sounds amazing. They're really good. Uh, From Jeff, the Stamps fan says, I'm too tired to listen to the rest of the show today. Good. Goodbye. Sweet dreams. Happy trails. Um, ah, Regarding this painting that I got. I love it. Oh, by the way, it says on the back, it's autographed. I just saw this. <laughs> to Rod, thanks a lot for the inspiration. How about that? How about that? Go Pats, signed News. That's his nickname, News. We're tight. Anyways, Don Smith writes in and says, God's team, did the Wheat Kings move to Regina? <laughs> See, I just loved it. It's needle people, right? Wow. And the people that get it, like him, make the world all the more fun. Well, and unlike those that jump on the hood of my car or kick in the windows. <laughs> yes. But you're messing with people's minds when you wear the Wheat Kings gear all over town, too. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't see that, obviously. And post it on your social, which, by the way, is just outstanding gear. The Wheat Kings gave me a jacket that, frankly... I don't want to take off. Yeah. If loving that jacket's wrong, I don't want to be right. This hockey gear is really good. CCM stuff from the dub. Under Armour with the Pats. Sherwood with the SJ. Mm-hmm. Which I'm going to bust that stuff out because people are telling me that summer's over. Hockey stuff doesn't really go well with uh, summer and heat. Unless you're wearing workout gear in the summer. People just, you gotta, you gotta tune in at the start, okay? Because you're gonna be lost. Coffee starts at 12 Eastern. You see this guy writing in and saying, what's the Mercedes bunk all about? It's the Mercedes bunker. I'm gonna call it that until our sales guys get off their ass and sell it to somebody. Besides Mercedes. And you don't want me doing that. Wow. It's probably, I'm, I'm probably speaking for Jim more than I'm speaking for myself. I'd love it to be called the Mercedes bunker or the whatever bunker. Uh, from the general in Calgary watching, he says, you'd like the Hitman too, Rod. They'd gift you a bunch of stuff. Well, I'm easy to find, and I don't think they like me very much because I found the term, I've said I found the term Hitman offensive. I mean, everybody's offended about something, right? So I'm going to be offended about the hitman. It glorifies organized crime. And do you really want to dig into what hitmen are all about? Illegal substances. Prostitution. I'm anti-hitman, so I probably wouldn't wear their stuff. And I'm pretty sure that they wouldn't send it to me either.
Uh, coming up next hour, Moose, here's one from The Athletic. Was it The Athletic? Is it possible to build a six-man starting lineup for NHL players whose names all rhyme? <laughs> you got to think about it. Yari Curry, Flurry. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.